T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, what's going on? Carton and Roberts on a Friday, but no. Craig's taking a nap today. He's drinking, you know, some kind of alcoholic beverage, and he's going to sleep for 72 hours straight. And then he's going to wake up and come back on Monday at 2 o'clock. But I am honored to be joined by the architect, by the host, by the face of Nick fans, the man behind Nick Fan TV, CP the Franchise. CP, thank you very much for coming in today. Ev, the franchise on the fan, the number one afternoon drive show. History in the making once again, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad you're here. And we will get to Derek Carr visiting the Jets. We'll get to Daniel Jones. But I want to be classy, okay? (laughs) Since you represent the Nick fan, and since you guys had a Mount Mount Rushmore moment last week with my team falling apart, if you want to bless my team for, I'll give you three minutes. All right, then we move on. Go ahead. I'll take my beating. Well, I got to say one thing. Because and shout out to all of the Knicks faithful out there because they're waiting. They're waiting for this moment. I I, I announced them coming on the show. They said CP, give him hell, <laughs> give him hell. So the first thing I have to say is that the city is back under old management. <laughs> the city's back under old management. It's Jalen Brunson city. It's Julius Randle city. The mecca is back. To Madison Square Garden, its rightful place. I feel sorry for you, man. No, you don't. I feel sorry. No, you don't. Okay, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. (laughs) I was waiting for this day for when the shoe would drop. Because I remember three years ago, free agency and all the prognosticators. They're coming to the Knicks. They're coming to the Knicks. And just like LeBron's decision, they bailed. They bailed. They ran from the spotlight. No, don't do this. But the karma caught up to them. The karma caught up to them. They they bring in KD Kyrie. They toss Kenny Atkinson over the top rope. They they get DeAndre Jordan his money, right? Mm-hmm. They bring in their coach, Steve Nash. Oh, everything's cooking. No, that's not enough. Let's go bring in James Harden. We got the big three, the most powerful big three ever assembled in the league. Now it's Brooklyn City. Oh, the Knicks, the culture's so bad. And, you know, it's Dolan all over again. They didn't want to play for Dolan. And it's the practice facility. No one wants to go up to to Tarrytown. We heard all of it. Mm -hmm. We heard all of it. And one by one, the dominoes fell, and they blew a gigantic hole in the ship. You know, you're a wrestling fan. Absolutely. And I think this is a fair analogy. We were the NWO 
Yes. We were evil. We were sort of cool. <laughs> we were the bad guy. Yeah. And I guess like Julius Randle is Sting, yeah. if you will. Oh, oh, oh. No, no. Sting. Jalen Brunson is yes, Sting. Jalen Brunson is Sting. And unlike the end of the NWO, which didn't have a proper ending, yeah. like Sting should have won at Starcade. He should have beat the NWO. Yes. Well, the NWO went down in flames, in my case. <laughs> Self-destruction. <laughs> but you got to love it. You have to love it. No, yeah, but... I don't have to love it. Oh, it's fantastic. You can love it. It is fantastic to see the demise of this fake big three that came apart. All these selfish guys, all these me-first players. First, it was Harden. Oh, this place is toxic. I got to get out of here. I don't want to play with Katie. I don't want to play with Kyrie. You know, the Kyrie theatrics. Him just taking time off and just saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to go to my sister's birthday party. The whole COVID thing. And, and obviously the controversy with the book. But yesterday was the icing on the cake. To hear Kevin Durant in this press conference with the Suns, almost in tears. He's emotional. Oh, I, I love those guys in Brooklyn. You know, we we worked so hard. We grinded. What did you grind? The three players played 16 games together. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah, what you. did they grind? I got you. No one was available to play. Everyone got hurt. I mean, look, like I said, Kevin Durant's injury, the last one with, with Jimmy Butler, you can't blame him for it. But Kyrie's absence, that was him. That was self-inflicted. Hard and bailed. But for Kevin Durant to say, well, we tried. We did all we could. I'm gone. Three years into the experiment. Mm. This is what the people say about Kevin Durant. This is why basketball fans and analysts are so out on Kevin Durant. He's a monumental player, one of the greatest to ever live. But when it comes to team building in this town, in sports, we, we prop up the hero. We prop up the guy who got it out the mud. And with Kevin Durant, every time things get rough, he bails. I do like that instead of attacking me and the Nets, now you've turned your anger yeah. towards Durant. He bails. I don't mind that he as bails. much. Go ahead. He bails. <laughs> it, it's just unbelievable. But no, let's bring it back to you. No, no, and, no. And let's bring it back to you. And shout out my guy Keith McPherson. You guys are the unofficial leaders of the Brooklyn Brigade. And everybody, oh, this is the Nets town and the Knicks are no longer relevant. Look at where we are. No, listen. I I would actually always argue that it was never the Nets town. Are you kidding me? The Knicks have a billion (laughs) more fans than us. I would never make that argument. But now we're back to the same place. Yes. So let the better team win. And we do get a week off now with the All-Star break, so that's a good thing. But I appreciate you coming in, and I appreciate your victory that the Nets didn't win an NBA championship over the last three years. But I got to say one more thing on this. Because... You've never really explained this to me. Go ahead. How does a diehard Nets fan as yourself? Mm-hmm. Ha- I remember last year, opening night, Knicks versus Celtics. I'm on the line walking into the building. That's right. Who do I see next to me <laughs> but the net diehard Nets fan, Evan Roberts. <laughs> yeah. Shoulder to shoulder in line waiting to get into Madison Square Garden. That's right. A, a Knicks season ticket holder. Yeah. Please explain. Dude, I love hoops. Come on. I like to watch good basketball. It's deeper than that. It's, <laughs> it's deeper than that. What do you think? I'm a secret Listen, Knicks fan or something? You have a family. You have children. When you leave here, you're going to Madison Square Garden. You're taking the time out of your night. Sacrificing to go see the orange and blue play. It's deeper than basketball. I think you're a fan. Uh, definitely a fan. not a you fan. You have to be. You have to be. 100,000% not a fan. You have to be. I like basketball. I also like making money if I can sell my tickets for a profit. <laughs>
that's what it comes down to. But I like watching basketball at Madison Square Garden, especially the Nets beating the Knicks, which didn't happen last time. And I do have to admit, I had this all planned out. When the Nets were in the Garden a couple of days ago, if the Nets had won that game without Durant, Irving, the errors over, and it would have been 10 in a row, out of all, my night was planned out. I was going to drive home, and I was going to call in to Knicks fan TV. <laughs> not as Evan, not as anything. Just as some guy. Yeah. And as soon as you went to me, all I was going to do was this, all right? <laughs> 10, 10, 10, <laughs> 10, 10, 10. And I was going to see how long it would take before you finally said, Listen. can we get rid of this guy? <laughs> Well, the, the the beauty of Knicks fan TV is we also have call screeners. So, and I got your phone number. So we'll just make Damn sure t- after the final matchup between these two teams coming up, which is gonna be big, man. Yeah, I'll tell my guy Edgar, don't pick up the phone. <laughs> if we lose, yeah, if we lose, do not answer right. from Evan Roberts. Indeed. All right, let's get to the football. First let's of all, uh, Derek Carr. Derek yeah. Carr is going to supposedly come here to New Jersey to Florham Park over the weekend and meet with the New York Jets. And here's the way I view it, and CP is a great football fan. You're a giant fan, but a great football fan. I like Derek Carr. He is a fine second choice. Now, am I confident that's going to lead to the Jets winning a Super Bowl? No. I think in this AFC, where you've got Pat Mahomes, and you've got Josh Allen, and you've got Joe Burrow, I'm not confident that even with this defense and even with this run game and even with these weapons and stability that maybe the Jets could provide Derek that he didn't have with the Raiders, I'm not convinced that's going to win, but I also acknowledged he's the clear second choice. I, though, would be upset if by the end of the weekend, Derek Carr's a Jet because it means you're giving up on your first choice, which is clear that it should be Aaron Rodgers. So... I look at this visit this weekend and I say, great, you got to do your due diligence. But Derek Carr is a second choice. Why would you ever sign your second choice before you fail at getting your first choice? See, this is the thing. I think Jets fans are almost in the same boat as Knicks fans. They are desperate to get back to prominence. It's been so long. It's been 12 years since the Jets made the playoffs. Once the Kings make the playoffs this year in the NBA, yes. this will be the longest drought in North American sports. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the Jets fans, Woody Johnson, they want to make the splash. They're always looking for the shiny, bright thing. But for me, if I'm a Jets fan or in that leadership with Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, I'm not waiting for Bain to come out of his cave and make a decision <laughs> on... Where he wants to go, he's, he's 39 years old. I don't know if he's committed. How hungry is he to bringing a championship to New York? If I'm that leadership, and according to Ian Rappaport, Derek Carr, the Jets are high on his list. Yes, he is the best of the rest. I put that money in him. I don't sacrifice draft capital to bring in an Aaron Rodgers. Well, wait, hold on a second. So you're yeah. saying, because yeah. this is a little bit different, but I, I guess yeah. I understand it even though I don't understand it. Yeah. If given the choice based on age, yeah. based on draft capital, which I get, it's going to cost the Jets something to trade for Aaron Rodgers. Yes. I acknowledge yes. that. The commitment issue, you're right. Maybe it's yeah. a year, maybe it's two years. I have no idea. Derek Carr is going to try to be your quarterback for the next decade, yeah. or at least five to six years. You'd rather have Derek Carr than Aaron Rodgers? At this stage in the game, Yes. Absolutely, because I'm not so sold that the Jets are an Aaron Rodgers away 
from a Super Bowl. You just named the top three teams. It's the Chiefs and Mahomes. It's it's uh, Josh Allen with the Bills. It's Burrow and and uh, but and the who Bengals. gives you a better chance to compete with that? Certainly Rodgers. But your window's much smaller. Exactly. Your window's much smaller. So you have to say, okay, number one, you need an offensive lineman, right? Yeah. So you have to say, if we bring this guy, we are right there with the rest of the league. See, that's the difference. I think they are. I really do, and I think the windows now, based on this, based on really yeah. the finances of the NFL, they haven't paid Sauce Gardner yet. Right, they haven't right. paid Garrett Wilson yet. They Brees haven't Hall. paid and probably never will Brees Hall. Yeah. So I think right now is the time to strike. Right now is the yeah. time to try to win a championship. And I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers is going to win one for the Jets. I have no idea what's going to happen. We know what Aaron's kind of track record the last decade has been, yeah. losing brutal playoff games at home. Like I acknowledge that. But I think their window to win is best taken advantage of with a future Hall of Fame quarterback and not a guy, and I don't want to kill Derek Carr because he's fine. It's a fine addition. If he's the quarterback going into next year, I certainly have a lot more hope than I've had the last few years, but I think it's clear that Rodgers gives them a better chance to win right now, and I think you got a strike in the NFL right now. There's always an appeal in sports, especially when you're able to tap into the value of rookies who are you know far exceeding their 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 potential right and and far exceeding their value because as you said you you haven't paid Sauce Gardner yet or Brees Hall or Garrett Wilson, but for me I think the Jets need stability. What do you do once that two year window of Aaron Rodgers is done? You've sacrificed a couple of picks, three or four picks. What are you left with? Are you, you turn it back to Zach Wilson? I, say, honestly, CP, hey, I, hey, you know I, I'm not worried about that. I, I know that's kind of a, it's weird because it is. It's similar, but not to the net thing. Like, I'd always say I would take the same risk again with KD and Kyrie. You give yourself a shot. It didn't work out. Great. You move on. Aaron Rodgers is a swing for the fences. I fully acknowledge that. And there's probably a better chance that it fails miserably than it works out brilliantly. But you and I would agree on this. He gives you the best chance to make it work. No question. No question. And that's why I think the Jet fan, while we're desperate to make the playoffs, sure, more than make the playoffs, it's win a championship. Yeah. It's win a Super Bowl. And I like Derek Carr. He's fine. The odds of them winning a Super Bowl with Derek Carr, even though it would be over a longer period of time, yeah. to me is not as high as winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. It's not. And look, Rodgers is Rodgers, right? Multiple-time MVP. He can be that guy. He's just a couple of years removed from his last MVP. He can be that guy. My question is, how committed is he to turning this thing around? This is a tough place to win. The Jets have not had stability, have not had a star at the quarterback position since Joe Willie Namath. They haven't had that guy. So, in my opinion, you go bring in Carr, and he hasn't been perfect, right? He hasn't been perfect. He's thrown the second most uh, uh, interceptions over the last two years. He's not a perfect guy. He makes mistakes. Hasn't been clutching in big games. But to me, you bring him in. You keep your draft picks. You continue to build your infrastructure. Build out the trenches along the offensive line. You have some promising pieces on the defensive end. And by the way, as you go along with a Derek Carr, you draft your next guy. You try to build that and bring that next guy along so that if Derek Carr does not turn out to be that guy, maybe you have something in waiting yeah, the, that you can continue with the, with a good team. No, I get you. The, the issue, even if you're on my side of Rodgers as the first choice, is this time frame kind of thing. Because Derek Carr, and I don't know what's going through his mind, he may be saying to his agent, I want this thing done in four days. I'm not waiting around. I want this done before free agency starts. I'm not waiting. And if that's the case, 
you, if you're the Jets, are taking a risk. You have to wait on Aaron Rodgers in his dark room, which I would do, and you take the risk that he comes out and says, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. And if he does, great. You take the risk with Aaron Rodgers. If he comes out and wants to stay in Green Bay or retire, which I doubt, or go to Las Vegas, and Derek Carr has already made his decision, I get it. The the list of quarterbacks after Derek Carr feature names that may not be as enticing to many people. The Ryan Tannehills, the Jimmy Garoppolo's, and what have you. But I also still believe in swinging for the fences. And so I know it's weird to say to Derek Carr's agent, hey, Derek, we love you, but can you wait a few weeks? Can, can you just hold off on a decision while we wait for Aaron Rodgers? I know that's not realistic, but I still would want to go swing for the fences and try to bring in the guy that gives me the best chance to win. So it's a weird dance that the Jets have to do right now. You want to show an interesting car. I agree he's the second option. He's the second choice. But would you really marry a second choice instead of getting your dream girl? And Aaron Rodgers my dream girl. <laughs> I want to take her to the dance. Listen, it's a tough call to make. And as I said, I can see Woody Johnson wanted to roll the dice. Right, that that's who he's been. However, if I'm going to trade premium draft capital, would I do it for a 39 year old Aaron Rodgers, or do I check in on Lamar Jackson? Well, see that. It, so here's the thing about Lamar, because Lamar is also very, very appealing, and he's going to cost you more than Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and he's going to cost you more financially than Aaron Rodgers because he wants a fully guaranteed Deshaun Watson kind of deal. That ain't happening anytime soon either. I still think the Ravens are bringing him back. They may franchise him and keep him. It may get ugly in Baltimore, but my gut tells me they're not moving on from him. That I can't wait on because that one I don't necessarily think has an end date. I think with Aaron Rodgers, we're getting an answer in a week and a half. And I only say that because I become an Aaron Rodgers ologist because I listen to him all the time. And you know why I'm a really good Aaron Rodgers ologist? Because I used to be a Kyrie Irvingologist. And Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving, very similar. You see what I'm saying? They are very similar. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not everything is the same, but I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is linking out tweets to movies. But then again, he may be linking out tweets to other things. Right. right. (laughs) Who knows? So my code on Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, huge fan of Barbara Streisand, which I have confirmed now. You got that audio, Big Mac. I pulled it from the McAfee show. Because Big Mac, and I want you to break the tie on this, CP. Aaron Rodgers is asked, very simple question. What's your favorite band? Okay, what's your favorite band, by the way? Wow, favorite band. If I'm going hip-hop, I'm going with the locks. Okay. Definitely going with the locks. Bob Marley and the Wailers. How about Coldplay? Coldplay. Yeah. There you go. That's your answer. Yeah. When Aaron Rodgers is asked who his favorite band is, Wait one second. he actually, you know, kind of thinks about it, drinks a bottle of water. <laughs> My water bottle is empty, but I'll, I'll imitate it. Mm. Mm. Well, <clears throat> and then his answer is not Coldplay. His answer isn't the Beatles. His answer is in, you know, I can't name another band yeah, in my mind. Yeah. I'm very musically illiterate. Uh, right? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers decides that his answer is Babs. His answer is Barbara Streisand, which, I mean, you, you kind of have to respect, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's First of all, ba- Babs is not a band, okay? She's a woman with a beautiful voice. Right. She's Yentl, but she's not a band. And that's what makes Aaron Rodgers unique. If someone asked Kyrie Irving what his favorite band yeah. was, who knows what he would have said. Right. He could have said Beethoven. Like, I, <laughs> Would that really surprise you? 
They're, they're two of the same, man. They're very, very <laughs> similar, quirky individuals, no question so about it. So I went back and listened again to Aaron Rodgers' answer that it's Barbara Streisand. And when I sent it to Big Mac, his response is, oh, he's just screwing around. I'm like, no, he's not. Like, Aaron Rodgers is not one to screw around. Right. He's literally saying his favorite band is Barbara Streisand. So at some point when he gets to the audio, I'm going to play it for him. You tell yeah. me if he's kidding. Because I don't think he's kidding. Point is, he's going to go into that silent room. He's going to think of Babs. That's all he's going to think about. He's going to think of her. <laughs> he's going to think of whatever the hell's going through his mind. He's going to think of, oh, you know, these aliens. It's really to distract us from Jeffrey Epstein's list. He's going to think of all that crap. And then I think he's coming out in a week. Like, I don't mm. think... And look, I'm honestly, jokes aside, I'm predicting. Yeah. I, how the hell do I know what Aaron Rodgers is thinking? But I do think there's going to be an answer on this relatively soon. I don't think this is dragging out into NFL free agency, which is still a month away. Right. March 15th right. is not next week. Yeah. So I think there's an answer on it, and it would really piss me off to make a decision based on a few days, a few days, yeah. for a guy that's not your first option. And that's why this is a very, very tricky spot on how to handle this thing. It's it's a tricky spot, man. And Rogers has said on, on the on the McAfee show that uh, no no one has any insight to to his inner circle. No right? one knows. Not, not Rappaport, not Schefter, none of those guys. But the Jets would need some sort of hint, right, as far as where he's leaning because Derek Carr has visited the Saints. You know, the Saints and the Raiders were talking trade. He has Dennis Allen there, his former coach. So that's a risk. And then what are you left with? You're left with Ryan Tannehill. Is Jimmy Garoppolo an appealing option? You're left with worse options. I, I totally get it. Options. It's a very tough spot. We'll get your calls on it. We'll touch on the Giants and how much money Daniel Jones is going to yeah. get. And is there really any possibility that Daniel Jones is not a New York Giant? Toll-free numbers, 877-337-6666. And when we come back, i let you hear the audio. Was Aaron Rodgers <laughs> effing with us, or was he really a huge fan of Barbara Streisand? Carton Roberts, CP, the franchise, filling in on this Friday. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 